Blog Talk Radio. All you ever hear about in this country is our differences. That's all the media and the politicians are ever talking about, the things that separate us, things that make us different from one another. That's the way the ruling class operates in any society. They try to divide the rest of the people. They keep the lower and the middle classes fighting with each other so that they, the rich, can run off with all the fucking money. Fairly simple thing happens to work. You know anything different, that's what they're going to talk about. Race, religion, ethnic and national background, jobs, income, education, social status, sexuality, anything you can do, keep us fighting with each other so that they can keep going to the bank. You know how I describe the economic and social classes in this country? The upper class keeps all of the money, pays none of the taxes. The middle class pays all of the taxes, does all of the work. The poor are there just to scare the shit out of the middle class. Keep them showing up at those jobs. They're all the same. I'll show you politics in America. Here it is right here. I think the puppet on the right shares my beliefs. I think the puppet on the left is more to my liking. Hey, wait a minute. There's one guy holding up both puppets. Shut up. Go back to bed, America. Your government is in control. I have this feeling, man, because you know there's a handful of people actually run everything. That's true. It's provable. It's not a fuck. I'm not a conspiracy nut. It's provable. A handful, very small elite running on these corporations, which include the mainstream media. I have this feeling who's ever an elected president, like Clinton was, no matter what your promises you promise on the campaign trail, blah, 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 when you win, you go into this smoky room with the 12 industrialists, capitalist scum fucks who got you in there, and you're in this smoky room in this little... Uh, uh, film uh, screen comes down and a big guy in a cigar roll the film and it's a shot of the Kennedy assassination from an angle you've never seen before <laughs> that looks suspiciously off uh, the grassy knoll and then the film the screen goes up and the lights come up and they go to the new president any questions? Uh, just what my agenda is First, we bomb Baghdad. You got it. What if the American people woke up and understood that the official reasons for going to war are almost always based on lies and promoted by war propaganda in order to serve special interests? What if we as a nation came to realize that the quest for empire eventually destroys all great nations. What if the American people learn the truth? The FBI has foiled about 17 plots to kill Americans during the past 10 years. What it will not tell you is that there have been 20 foiled plots, and of them, three were interrupted by members of the public. The 17 that were interrupted by the feds were created by the feds. Why do we pay the government to trick us into believing it is keeping us safe? What if a government that manipulated us could be fired? What if a government that lacked the true and knowing consent of the governed could be dismissed? What if it were possible to have a real game changer? What if we need a Ron Paul to preserve and protect our freedoms from the government? What if we can make elections matter again? What if you could love your country but hate what the government has done to it? What if sometimes, to love your country, you had to alter or abolish the government? What if Jefferson was right? What if that government is best which governs least? What if I'm right? 
What if the government is wrong? What if it is dangerous to be right when the government is wrong? What if it is better to perish fighting for freedom than to live as a slave? What if freedom's greatest hour of danger is now? It's critical that every citizen of this country rise up and do something because the day of reckoning is at hand and time is running out. Unless we do something, um, we're going to get the government that we deserve. How did you let this happen? Wake up out there. You know, it's your children. Don't you care? Uh, look what these people are doing to you. There are 200 million adults in this country. Why we are letting them get away with what they are, why we're not marching in the streets. Do everything in your power to restore freedom and your individuality back to America. Stop being a country run by the institutions for the institutions. Let's go back to we the people, by the people, for the people. You have to stop being scared. You have to stand up and do what's necessary to take back, to stop these bankers, these elite, this government full of lies, congressmen full of liars. And the Federal Reserve. And the fractional banking system. And the Fed. Elect Ron Paul and the war. People should not be afraid of their governments. Governments should be afraid of their people. Don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, or what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men, with machine minds and machine hearts. You, the people, have the power. in which you live today. I'm going to turn it over shortly here to the Republic, and then everybody else who wants to participate in the podcast tonight will get a voice, and if you want a voice, you will have one. All you have to do is call in at 657-383-0616, press the number one on your telephone, and you'll be connected, and you'll be connected live. Go ahead. I'm turning it over to the Republic. Go ahead. Hey, thank you, Joseph. Welcome, everybody, to Restoring Your Republic. You know, what if we could fire everybody? Oh, well, then that would just be wonderful because we make sure we got all the crooks, but then there's nobody to govern. And what does that picture look like? And so in an effort to think out of the box and look forward a little bit, we'd like to introduce you to the concept of restoring your republic lawfully and peacefully, enjoying the freedoms that is ours, by the laws of nature and of nature's God. We live in perilous times. We see things happening around us that just don't make sense. And when they don't make sense, then there's something that follows it that comes along that enables the first one to be even more catastrophic, like the situation with the oil reserves. Biden and our administration, their handlers, are gradually taking us to the point of where Europe is, where they have absolutely 
no energy, except we have the ability to produce our energy if we're just allowed to do so. So when are we, the people, going to step forward and take control of our destiny rather than abdicating it or giving someone else the authority to run our lives for us? At what point do we Americans finally say enough is enough? And we're getting close. Everybody's concentrating on that subject, and very few are looking forward in the future to see what a lawful governance of, for, and by the people under our Constitution and the laws of nature, nature's God, really looks like. So, welcome to the conversation tonight. Justice Waters from the Free State of Indiana. Welcome, sir. What do you bring to the table? Well, thank you, Governor. Hello, America. We are the Republic for the United States of America. We are the ones that brought back to life the founding documents, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence. We're the ones that are holding the seats for all of the government to work, the three-branch government. We're holding those seats for you, the American people. The only thing left to happen is for you, the people, to want it. Tonight, I'm going to change course a little bit, and I'm going to give a warning. Now, the reason I'm doing this is because all my life, especially in church, I've been told, don't talk about this, don't talk about that. If you say something about this, it's going to scare people going to frighten people, and we don't want to do that. And yet the warning must be given. Without the warning, there's no preparation. And with no preparation, when the event takes place, well, everybody's gone. They weren't prepared. Now, they prepared as much as they could down in Fort Myers. They knew a storm was coming. A lot of people didn't leave, and we see the results now, don't we? Every time a major disaster happens in this country, there are people who decide it's not that bad, and they prepare just a little, and then they pay the consequence. Well, people, it's time to wake up. In America, I want you to understand something. Every time this nation in the 20th century went to war, first of all, it was all based because of a lie. Now, in the early 2000s, we got into the Iraq War after the first one. The first one was based on a lie. Remember Dick Cheney sitting in front of the U.N. Security Council holding up that little vial of anthrax? telling them that that much would kill just about everybody in America. And Saddam has hundreds of barrels of it, not including he's got barrels of mass destruction weaponry. And when we went in, we couldn't hardly find anything. We found billions of dollars, and I literally mean U.S., Uh, notes from the Federal Reserve sitting on pallets 
in storehouses. But we didn't find what we went in to look for, all based on a lie. Then 9-11, based on a lie. How can a pilot from Saudi Arabia claim to be dead by our president and our government and yet make flights from Saudi Arabia to New York twice a week? Now, he's supposed to be dead. He's supposed to have played that one plane into the towers, but yet he's still making flights. How is that? Everything that we get involved in in war is based because of a lie. There's another point you need to understand. When the people get strong and united and they begin to stand up against our own government, have you noticed World War One, World War Two, Vietnam, the Iraqi War, all these wars were started because the American people were beginning to stand up as one voice, and somebody had to shut them up. They couldn't have that. Welcome to democracy, because that's what democracy is. The few overrule the many. A republic that we are is where you, the people, you run the show. You run everything. Everything goes through the people. In a democracy, everything is done to the people without the people's consent. First you have a republic, then you have a democracy, and then you lead into socialism. Have you noticed the Biden administration and what they're doing? Have you noticed the Democrats in, in the House and the Senate, what they're doing? If you go back to, oh, I should say the Soviet Union, boy, there's a lot of similarities there. That's what they're wanting. Everything done by executive order, all power given to one man who can't even get off the stage by himself. And by God, we know there are two of him. He's got a body double. All you have to do is look at the ears and listen to the talk. There are days he can just talk real fluent, and there are days he can't get three words in a row out. Look at the difference in the facial features and the hairline and the back of the neck. That will tell you everything you need to know. There's a body double there. Why? Because you and I, as people of this country, are getting played. Everyone's confused today because they hear a story here and a story there, and it's two different stories about the same event that's planned. Meanwhile, Russia, with Putin, He's threatening the world with a nuclear strike on Ukraine. Now, do you actually believe for one minute that if one nuclear tactical weapon went into the Ukraine, took out Kiev, took out all those people and the surrounding area, that that's where it would stop? Do you really believe that? 
You got Poland sitting there. You got other countries that belong to NATO. And now all of a sudden, well, here we go. Talked to a friend of mine in Norfolk, Virginia, just earlier yesterday. And he tells me that in the piers there at Norfolk, which is the world's largest naval base, by the way, I was stationed there for six years. They have a set of piers for the nuclear submarines. They have three Ohio class and two new uh, subs. They're as big now as an aircraft carrier in length. They're massive things. The Ohio class, for instance, can carry 18 Polaris missiles. A Polaris missile can carry as many as 12 separate warheads, 12 targets. That means when one flies, it's 12 targets. And we got 18 of those in one Ohio-class sub. Well, guess what? There is not one nuclear-powered submarine in Norfolk today. They're all out. There's only one reason why the U.S. Navy takes all their nuclear-powered submarines out in the ocean at one time. Only one reason. They're going to war. That's the only reason for that. It's never happened. Never until now. But that's the war plan. Six aircraft carriers are docked at Norfolk. None of them. Pierside. All of them gone. With each aircraft carrier comes 12 other ships. That means there's a lot of ships with nuclear-powered aircraft carriers with the subs at sea. But you also got to remember something. Russia has their subs just four or five miles off our coast. And that's a scary thought. we got an anniversary coming up, folks. Now, to most people, this probably means nothing. To those of us that understand history, it means everything. Because in four days, it will be the 22nd of October. That is the 60th anniversary of the Cuban Missile Crisis. When Khrushchev of the Soviet Union and President Kennedy stood toe-to-toe and gave blows to each other for 13 days. That's a very important number, 13. you got to understand this. In the world of the Illuminati, 13 is the mo- one of the more powerful numbers they use. In war, it's also a very powerful number. In brigades, troops, I mean, it, it goes on and on and on with how they use that number. Well, in four days, we may see something in this world take place that we would hope we would never see. It's an anniversary, and we do know that our enemies love to to work their magic on their anniversaries. That's a day that the Soviet Union had to step down, bow down, and walk away. 
and the and Khrushchev and the Soviet Union in that day never wanted to do that. And by the way, Putin was a young boy in school in Moscow at that time, and he remembers it very well. He's been threatening the United States with nuclear strikes. Now, you better take note to this. You better beware of this, because the news isn't really covering it. Fox has covered it a little bit. But most of the news outlets, they just kind of, well, you know, they threaten this, and then they go into another story. They don't let you know anything. Back when I was a kid in school in first and second grade, we were doing bomb drills, diving under desks because of it. Well, I'm going to give you some info tonight. You take heed to this. What happens during a nuclear blast? You need to know this. You got a few days here to digest this and understand. You better read this if it's ever transcript anywhere. You better listen to this over and over and over. Write it down. Get to know it because you're going to need it. And I don't care where in this country you live, you're in danger. If a nuclear blast happens in your area, more than likely it would be a 300 kiloton range. The fireball itself would be seven-tenths of a mile from the center of the target in all directions. Nothing survives. The moderate blast or the secondary blast would go out 2.6 miles from the center. Every building would be blown down. Trees would be uprooted and probably blown and moved hundreds of feet. Most buildings would collapse. Thermal radiation or a third-degree burn would be outwards of 13 miles from the center, 26 miles across in diameter. For instance, if a 300-kiloton weapon was to hit downtown New York City, Times Square area. 9.6 million people would die instantly. 4.1 million would be dead within an hour. And 4.2 million would have injuries. And those injuries would be radiation sickness. And they would be dead within a month. In Chicago, be 3.7 million dead instantly. 200 million dead in an hour, and two more million injured with radiation sickness, and then dead within a month. And it goes on and on and on. It's not a pleasant thing to think about. But what are you supposed to do if a bomb goes off? Well, there may be no warning, none whatsoever. The American government uh, website, ready.gov, warns a nuclear explosion may occur with or without a few-minute warning. That is why it's a good idea to prepare ahead of the time. Once a missile is fired, say, from a Russian sub, and it's, it's going to hit somewhere on the eastern side of the nation, east of the Mississippi, 
How long do you have? 10 to 12 minutes at best. There's little hope of survival for those closest to the bomb. If one detonates, say, within two miles of your area, you may live, you may regret living. But if you see or know that it's going to be hitting somewhere close to you, you get inside a structure quickly. Now, make sure you get inside a structure that is brick or steel enclosed. Don't go into a wooden structure if you're within the blast radius because you won't make it. Fallout is the next thing you got to worry about. Fallout doesn't just happen right where the bomb went off. Fallout could go two, three hundred miles downrange depending upon the wind and the wind direction. This is why you need to know the wind direction, how strong it's blowing. If you live 500 miles from a major impact and the wind blows in your direction from that impact, you're going to be impacted with fallout, radiation, and so forth the next day. You might want to take note of that. If you're outside and a blast takes place, you get in, inside, and the first thing you do is you remove the clothing you had on. Do not burn it. The radiation doesn't burn. What you do if you burn it, you just spread it everywhere in the house. You put them in a plastic bag, zip it up, tie it off, and throw it outside and never touch it again. You do not rub your eyes. You don't blow your nose. You don't put your fingers in your mouth. You do nothing of the sort. If you got to blow your nose, blow it in such a way that you don't use your hands. You shelter inside a building. If, if you know that a blast is about to take place within your area, don't get next to the wall. Get in the center of the building. This is not a tornado. This is a thousand times worse. You keep your pets inside as well. Even if they're pets that stay outside, bring them in. You're going to need to stay inside at least 72 hours. Do not go outside. Do not breathe the air outside. Do not drink the tap water. Do not do anything on the outside at all. Don't cut your grass. Don't go swimming in your swimming pool. You'd be surprised the stupidity of people in America because they've been dumbed down. This is a weapon that will kill you every way it can. You better make sure you've got a lot of batteries and radios that operate on batteries because you will not have cable TV, you will not have streaming devices, you will not have internet to stream. If you have any radio, it will probably be ham radio or shortwave. So make sure whatever radio you have 
make sure that it is capable of picking up those kind of, of airwaves and do everything you can to make sure that you have a solar-powered radio. And you can put it out in the sunlight and it will power itself up. Because if you do have batteries, there's a chance they won't work. When it comes to food, you can only eat packaged food. Now, does everybody understand what packaged food is? It's not a bag of chips. That's not packaged food. Packaged food is where you literally have to cut the thing open to get the food out. You don't want to eat fresh food from the outside, of course. What you want to eat is uh, stuff that's in a plastic bag. If it's in your, inside your refrigerator and it's packaged, it'll be good. Do not eat canned goods. Radiation will go through the walls. It will go into the cans. And when you eat that canned good, you get radiation poisoning. You can't eat canned stuff. There's a lot to understand, I know. If you get injured, I doubt seriously that the authorities are going to be able to come help you. They may not be around. They may be incinerated. Think about uh, Fort Myers and what it was like. Hello? Huh? Here's a point of order real quick. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good, Roger, but then now, as far as the supplies go and, you know, and that stuff there, I mean, uh, everyone on here knows, you know, if we have a nuclear yeah. war, I mean, you know. <laughs> There's a lot of people in America that don't know. Yeah, well, they're, they're, those are the ones that we can't save anyway. So, we and really, I don't want them around after the blast either, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, if they're not awake now and know what's going on, what's, you know, maybe, you know, after the blast, it might do us a favor. So, yeah. But, um, when is this nuclear war? I mean, you know, let's get to the, the uh, real pinpoint of all this uh, with this Putin thing and the threats of nuclear war and whatnot. I mean, what's, where are you picking this up at as far as through the military, your friends in the military and the chatter in the military? Uh, obviously, all news leaks out. You can't keep a secret. Ten people can't keep a secret amongst themselves today and right. without it going worldwide. So what, where is this coming? Where are we, where are we getting this from, this uh, nuclear rumors of nuclear war? Well, first of all, I have two friends in the Norfolk area. One works in, in the um, dry dock area over in Portsmouth, and the other one works with the Navy Department. He's a civilian used to be in the Navy with me. So he's, he's first hands there. He lets me know periodically what's going on as far as ships that are there, that are gone. Uh, sometimes he has a better understanding of what's going on pierside than most people do that just, you know, they just go to work and don't pay attention to what's going on. Uh, anybody interested, Norfolk Naval Base employs over 140,000 civilians. So it's a huge place. That doesn't include the military itself. So uh, it's a huge place. A lot going on there. That's the Hampton Roads area, and that would be a first strike area to, uh, that, that would get hit. 
probably with about a 50 megaton blast, which is far greater than what I'm talking about now. Um, we get stuff from the Pentagon that comes out over over emails. Uh, I get stuff from uh, different places online. Now, I'm not talking about Joe Blow over in some state who has an opinion thing. I'm talking about generals who write to the public. They talk to the public. They don't tell you every little thing going on, but they, they give you little hints here and there. And if you've been in the military, Why? you pick Why? up those hints Why? real Roger, quick. Roger, Roger, hang on. Hang on. Why? Why they got to give us little hints? Why? I mean, we're big boys here. Why can't? Why can't uh, people that, you know, in the know, who are friends of in the know, why can't we just say, hey, this is what's going to happen? Why has it always got to be, well, I'm going to be around the 24th. It could happen, and this could happen, and kind of like the Q thing. You know, you know, you know, come on, you know, why do, you know, why not just this is what's going to happen, or this is what we're planning, or this could happen. I'm, I'm not eight, talking about this know? kind of hint. Uh, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if, if all the nuclear subs are gone at one time in Norfolk, that's a major event taking place for something. Uh, and that happened, happened last year, remember? Remember it happened last year with all the ships that were deported and went out because uh, of China. You know, they all were racing towards China, remember? Oh, China. Remember they were coming down from the Canada border, remember? They were, they were going to invade New Hampshire, Vermont, and everything. And, you know, nothing happened. You know, I'm just saying is that this is what, what really why we lose, or not us, or many patriot communities around the country and networks lose credibility. When we start, it's the end is here. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And, but yet, nothing happens. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing that out there because that's what a lot of feedback I get. You know what I mean? Well, that's true. However, one thing that you learn in the military is you prepare for everything and hope that nothing does happen. Um, if you don't prepare and something does, then that's your fault. But, you know, the people that spill garbage, 24 hours a day, nobody listens to them today because yesterday they said something that it was going to happen and it's going to happen on such, such date, and then it doesn't, then you're right, they lose credibility. However, when you get three or four high-ranking retired generals talking and saying the same thing, you might want to take notice to it. Uh, these aren't the ones that are on TV that you see on CNN box or whatever. These are ones that stay off the airwaves. They do it purposely because, well, they get a pension. And if they say something that, you know, the White House doesn't like with, with the leadership that we got nowadays, they can either disappear or their pension disappears. Well, 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 well hang on now. Wait a second now. They're retired generals. I don't think they're too scared of uh, the White House. I mean, I mean, you know, look, we're not scared. scared you know, I mean, if, if well, if, I, if something's going to happen and I know about it, and you know, uh, and you know, uh, I, I'm going to let my people know, you know, especially my family and friends that are in the know, who are, you know, of course, I'm not going to go to the local grocery store and start spouting it off while I'm standing in line to a bunch of zombies, but I'm going to talk to the people in the know. Uh, you know, I'm going to say, hey, guys, you know, next Friday, you know, you need to watch out because this is going to happen, this is going to happen, and that's going to happen. You know what I mean? 
that's what I'm trying to say here. You know, we're all big boys here. We we all put our pants on the same way, and we, we can handle the truth, and, and that's what I'm saying. is We just want the facts put out there to where, you know, look, all this fear-mongering. I'm not saying you. I'm not saying what you said, but a lot of this is going on now with the fear-mongering. You know, November 6th, you know, November 6th, uh, the, you know, Trump's going to ride down with his horse and carriage, and here he comes. He's going to be a Speaker of the House. Remember that one? He's going to be Speaker of the House, and then he's going to be President yeah. again. You know, I mean, you know, yeah. all this nonsense, you know. I mean, it's it's. It, it gets tiresome, and it that, takes away That conversation from never do. happened on our watch, Joe. You're quoting other people and bringing other people's opinions into the, what we've shared tonight no, as our opinion. That, if so if you have, please, please allow us a platform to share our opinion. No, you no, sound no, like my left brothers yeah. talking to me through a third party, and all they do is they dominate the conversation by – fault finding and accusations that are no more grounded than maybe Justice Waters' opinion. So, no, you know, no, lighten up a little bit, that, brother. Jim. Jim, I'm not saying that. You're taking it and you're running off and you're going off the uh, 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 Well, we never said that President Trump was going to be speaking Did I house. say you did? Did I say you did? Well, it, to the average listening audience, it would have been, oh, Oh, this is more of these guys' rhetoric. No, I want to make but, it clear okay, to the American okay, public. Okay, we never you, said that. Average, hang on, hang on, hang on. To the average listening, you're right, and those people are listening. That's right, but you know what? I don't care what they think and what they say. I'm, te- I'm speaking to people who are in the know, who know what's going on. So you know where I'm coming from and what I'm trying to say. So don't, I'm not, so don't take it that way. What I'm saying is, is that what we're doing is, is that. We cannot. We have to be careful to fall into that psyop, like that Q stuff, and, and and start listening to these things that are not true. And then we can really okay. easily hop on that wagon, you know. All right, all right. Well, Joe, then I guess we need to make an agreement here, and the agreement is is that we stand under the First Amendment, and we have a reason, and we have a calling in our own personal walk to share information at a certain time. And there's information we can't share at any time until given the okay to share it. So that's our lives and everybody's lives that's in this battle. So if you want to listen, and Justice Waters just give you the facts. So far, he hasn't given you an opinion. Everything he stated is, as you go on the maps, you look at the, where the military is, where the flights are going, where the Navy's stationed, and they have apps and, and publications. You can look at that. And Justice Waters is just saying, these are the facts. Okay? So if you don't like yeah, the facts, I, I, I'm sorry. I think you're, I think you're misinterpreting my, what I, the point I was trying to bring up. I wasn't talking about what Justice Waters was saying. I was referring to the comments that I'm getting and the PC. You see, you're missing. See, you're not getting it again. I've explained this to you many, many times already. I listen to what the chatter is, what other people are saying. I'm addressing the listeners out there. You act like I'm addressing you. You know, so I don't understand why you would. Well, do and that. I'm addressing so, the listeners too. So, uh, all right. I mean, okay. we're all in this conversation, okay? And really, yeah. I'd rather be talking about solutions. Yeah, exactly. But everybody yeah, but wants to be got, talking about all this other stuff. Up too, Jim, by the way, we got people waiting with their hands up too. I just want to let everybody know that, okay? So, 
I'll yield to Justice Waters, and he can finish up what he had to say, and then we'll go take some hands. Okay. Sounds good. Well, you know, um, there are dates on the calendar that different secret societies use, and now we have a date, the 22nd of October, uh, an anniversary date of the Cuban Missile Crisis. Be aware of that date. Watch what's going on. Be prepared at all times. If you live in Florida in, in hurricane season, you're prepared seven months of the year for a hurricane, whether you see one or not. I know that. My mom lives down there, been there for over 22 years. That's the way life is there. America has gotten lax, and remember in World War II, my mom telling me that every time she went outside and, and heard a plane, everybody would look up and see what kind of plane it was. We were at war. Folks, whether you realize it or not, whether you like it or not, we are at war right now. We've been at war for two years. It's just our Congress in D.C. has not actually declared it on anybody, but they have declared it upon us. It started with the pandemic. That's called biological warfare. Now we're going to chemical warfare, the fentanyl and the drugs coming up through the southern border. We are at war, folks. You better put on your war cap. You better put on your thinking of a hat of wartime. If you've been in the military, you know what I'm talking about. And this is my warning to you. We're getting close to some something happening in this world, and we're going to get drawn into it. And I'm going to tell you why. Because the leadership of what we have now in this country doesn't have the feet to stand up, they only have the knees to kneel down to whoever says kneel to me. That's who they are. That's why you're the leadership. That's why we're the leadership. That's exactly right. That's why we come to you week in, week out, and pray to you that we need you to stand up for this republic, get involved with us, Get on our website that Dean is going to tell you about and become one of us. Because when you do that, you don't, you don't become something I started. You become involved in something our founding fathers started back 260 years ago. And it's important that we do this because the only way you're going to get your country back and no, you don't have your country now. They got it. You need to take it back. And the only way to do that is to become part of something that becomes so big they get scared and go hide in the hills. And that's exactly what will happen one day. And it will either be because they're scared of us or they're scared of China, one or the other. I want it to be scared of us, because if they are, that means we take the reins of this country back, and the rest of the world will leave us alone, because we will be powerful, we will be mighty, 
and we will be just once again. But that only happens when you, the American people, want the truth to rule this nation again. Governor, I yield back to you. You're right, Justice, and that means that means that we need people at the school board. We need people at the local levels. We need militia. We need we need representatives. We need to occupy as one party under oath to serve our constitution and the and the people that we represent. All those need to be filled. And if they're not filled by the people that are listening to this radio tonight, they're not listening and acting, then they're not part of the solution. Your heart may be in the right place. And so we need to get organized, and we need to just peacefully take this thing over and get on with it. If we don't, it's going to be given to us, and we ain't going to like that. Amen. Mr. Mr. Henny, would you tell us how to get involved in our republic? And then we'll take calls. Thank you. Thank you, Governor Carpenter of the Free State of Colorado. appreciate your insight and uh, sharing with the American people. And Justice Waters, thank you for uh, helping to clarify what could happen in our country and how to protect ourselves if this nuclear war does happen. And we've heard our gentleman in Washington, uh, Biden, had uh, threatened with nuclear war. So, you know, it's the words out there, the rhetoric's out there. They're rattling their sabers. The nuclear subs are out. Um, even Russia sent their nuclear uh, Poseidon um, nuclear submarine out also. So it, it's very possible. So just take this with what Justice Waters said is a, a friendly brotherly uh, love for everybody in our country that we stand together, unified. Uh, you know, America, go to the Republic for United States of America.org. Uh, get involved. You know, join our email list. Donate to the Republic. More ways you can help. Uh, volunteer your skills. Uh, we need to get together. There's uh, many mutual supported groups that support the Republic. Uh, you can list, read that list online. Uh, I was just trying to draw it up here. There's many. There's a, there's a whole list here. Black Robe Regiment, the Family Research Council, Veteran Defenders of America, Stand Up America, Oath Keepers, Minute, Minuteman Project, and the list goes on and on. I mean, there's many groups that support your republic. And it's Governor Carpenter was saying we, and it's we the people. You know, we are part of all of us. We all stand together. Uh, stand united. You know, go in this, there's another tab there. It's about the executive summary. You can read there and uh, read the disclaimer. Read that executive summary. There's a resource library on that website. There's many things there. I can rattle on for hours about this. There's a proclamation of claim of interest uh, that what you can read from our website at Republic for United States of America. You know, it was presented to the United States of America Joint Chiefs of Staff, the International Court of Justice the Universal Postal Union, the UPU, uh, United Nations, the UN, and it was served on, on the Hague, the Declaration of Sovereign Intent. So we have done everything here in law for all Americans. We need to stand united together and just put down our differences and stand, stand firm together. You know, our founding fathers used the Bible as a biblical law form here in America, and they used that law form to write our Constitution. Mm -hmm. 
Bill of Rights and our Declaration of Independence. It's so important that we read those documents and understand them. And, and we all need to pray. Uh, the only ones I, I kneel to would be our Father God and his son, Jesus Christ. And we need to stand together united here in America. You know, Dave and Jean Hurtler have written uh, two books for us. One is Reinhabited Republic for the United States of America, Volume 1, America's Truthful History. And Volume 2 is Reinhabited Republic for the United States of America, The Story of the Reinhabitation. You can order those books at uh, reinhabitedrepublic.com, amazon.com, uh, Barnes & Noble. Get those books and read them. Um, what a great read. You know, they take a while to read, but um, they're awesome. I thank Dave and Jean for writing those. Uh, there's another book that was written by Gene Hurtler, is James Timothy Turner, An American President and a Political Prisoner, and a Legal Brief and Appeal to the Courts of Heaven. Uh, that's our brother, founding president, James Timothy Turner. He's still incarcerated. Please pray for him. And you can also help support James Timothy Turner. You can go to the national website, republicforunitedstatesamerica.org. You know, America, it's time that we educate yourself and take control of this great American republic that our forefathers left for us to protect and enjoy. We are holding your seats and the title to America's Republic. You just need to want it back and take ownership of your part and spread the word, America. Let's all stand in peace and unite, united together. I yield. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Amen, everybody. All right. Uh, uh, we got some callers here on the phone line here. Want to jump in here? Everybody's been patient. I appreciate yeah. that. I apologize for wait, but uh, we'll go down the line here. Go down first. Uh, three oh five. You go first. Uh, that was Mike. Yeah, Mike from. Go ahead. That's Mike. Go ahead. Yeah. Hey, Joe Joseph. It's Mike with the uh, RighteousArmy dot org. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Can you hear me? Hey, good. Yes, Mike. We can hear you. And I Mike. guess. Yeah, I guess I'll just put out for the record. Um, NationalMilitiaNetwork.com points and forwards to RighteousArmy.org and MilitiaUSA.org points and forwards to RighteousArmy.org. It's a pretty self-explanatory website. I frankly think that the last two um, meetings we had, 38 and 39, um, which was pretty much me harping on everything that's been done so far and what my feelings are about the progress or lack thereof, um, are the most significant messages, you know, that can be put out because, um, you know, the way we say it is that the very tip, 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 penetrating, piercing tip of our proverbial spear is our message, which is one of God and traditional family values and morals, morality, moral virtue, um, and the things that we agree upon as Americans, Declaration of Independence, Bill of Rights, Constitution for the United States of America, those things, as well as you know, our unalienable or inalienable or unalienable, however you want to say it, rights that have been granted to us by our Heavenly Father, the Creator, Lord God Almighty. And then, um, of course, the spear itself, the the spearhead, we say, is, is the law. The laws, you know, common law, God's law, the Ten Commandments, the laws that, that essentially support our message of righteousness and morality and and, um, you know, decency. The spear chuck, the, the long wooden shaft of the spear itself, is pretty darn short right now. We need a longer shaft so we can, uh, you know, grab a hold of it and, and thrust that spear into the enemy. Um, so that's where uh, my last couple of messages I've made the point that 
I'm concerned about all these different groups that exist out there, um, you know, existing in a fragmented kind of way where we all need to come together. The problem is everybody on the right, center to right, so to speak, once they get involved with something, because those are the people that are, you know, uh, family people, business people, successful people, they all want to be the leaders. It's all about come to my website, support what I'm doing. And that's understandable. I just think that the, the one and only way that we can all unite, there's only a couple of banners that we can all unite under, you know. Um, you know, if we, the people, was the banner, great. Um, the militia, because that's what we are, and that's the force of us being able, you know, in accordance with the Declaration of Independence, right? When, when the government becomes destructive of these ends, these ends being our, our peace, our safety, our happiness, our rights, then it is the right of the people to abolish that government. And frankly, the, the uh, people are not going to be able to abolish any corrupt government unless they have both the law and the force um, on their side. And that force ultimately comes down to local community um, organizations and community efforts you know, that are ultimately hands, in the hands of a constitutional sheriff and the, you know, um, the posse comitata, you know, the, the, the people who can be deputized as militia by the sheriff. So there are efforts going on around the country with people like, you know, um, Sheriff Richard Mack, you know, trying to get all the gov- uh, sheriffs to recognize what their ultimate authority and power is. So those are the kinds of things we're pushing. But I do think that when we organize county to county, state to state with, a, with an office, I mean, frankly, I don't care if it's a we the people office or it's a republic for the United States of America office. You know, I've pr- promoted that it should be a militia office because it's the authority. It represents the force, um, you know, working in conjunction with constitutional sheriffs and with, you know, constitutional governors. Then there's plenty of room for all these winners, all these people that are business owners and traditional family value people to still – um, you know, have their own their own efforts whereby they can, you know, have their ego and their pride and their money and their financial gains um, because if there's two or three or four militia coordinators or point men and women in every county, they can certainly um, do many things just within a county alone um, by putting forth an effort to get thousands of people in a county supporting them. They can have their own community fundraising they can have their own, you know, shirts on behalf of the militia. And one of the things that would ultimately facilitate this, and this is another reason why, with all the work I've done so far, I always say, where, where's, where's the, um, where are the George Soros's? Can you get them to be quiet, Pop? Where, where are the George? So can you shut the window or something so he'll stop barking? Um, where are the George Soros's for the right? Um, where are the Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to walk to the door and try to take care of this dog okay. here. Where are the George Soros's? Live, live right radio. Right. Yeah, so, you know, the, the ultimate point that I'm making is there, there needs to be a website, an online platform, whereby the way I've, I've presented it with, you know, our efforts at Righteous Army is there's a online platform where people can go, they can click on their state, they can click on their county, they can, you know, they themselves can fill in their name and their, their first name, their last name, whether they want to be a point man, 
uh, you know, for the militia or appoint women, whether they want to be involved with the republic, you know, whatever their desire is, they can type it in, and then that automates into a list of where they stand and what they're for. I mean, no such system exists, and we need a system like that. In fact, that system should be kind of a combination of, of a YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, you know, messaging, video uploads, um, you know, automated, you know, where you end up on a list of what you represent, what you stand for, and um, no, what you, you know, so where, where you're going. Mike, that is a good so, You're right. All these years, the Internet, we've had the Internet all these years, and we haven't, and I hear your frustration in your other uh, videos that you put out, and I agree with you 100%. All these years, we have the Internet at our fingertips, and we can't unite around the country and network together. But yet Facebook can get a billion users to talk about trash. You know, I mean, exactly. I mean, this is, this is terrible. This is terrible. It is terrible. Yeah, I, I kind of opened up just by pointing out, you know, who, I'm, who I am, where I'm from, for the sake of putting it out there on your show. But I took some notes when Judge Waters was speaking and you were conversing back and forth with him and, and Governor James was speaking. Um, you made some good points that I wanted to – well, all of y'all made good points. I just want to kind of highlight on them. First of all, you know, the thing about fear-mongering, which you mentioned, Joe, is absolutely a fact that they do fear-monger. That's how they control people, ultimately, is through fear. That's what the coronavirus was all about, fear. You could die. You could kill your grandmother. You could spread it to the community. Do your part. Fear, 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 fear. That All the movies they put out, the television, everything they do in the media has underlying fear, fear, fear. It's all about fear, the devil, Satan, fallen angels, atomic blast, fear, fear. So they're all about putting fear in people. So they do fear monger because they want people to have fear in them. However, they also, their secondary reason for, for putting out these, you know, messages that never come to fruition is because it's essentially crying wolf or the sky is falling so that people drop their defenses thereby becoming more vulnerable. So if they do want, and, and, and let me add to that, that William Cooper in his book, Behold a Pale Horse, he absolutely nailed it on page 167, 168, when he addressed the fact that the Club of Rome and the President's Council, there were three groups that got together, going back into the 50s and 60s, into the 70s, 80s, where they flat out uh, concurred that we need to create some type of a bioweapon in the laboratory that we can put out into society that will cause people to become sick, especially vulnerable people, people with preexisting conditions, something that we can target the, the homosexual community, target the black community, target the Hispanic community, target the vulnerable, make people sick, and make it look like it's a, a, a natural thing that occurred. He references that in his book, and, he, and he's spot on. And when you consider Agenda 2021, um, where they actually met the Gates Foundation and all of these world leaders met, um, you know, in New York in the fall of 2019, discussing it, I mean, they admit it. They, they admit what they're doing. So it, it's all, there's no question that it's all a put-on pandemic, scamdemic bullshit, which uses fear and manipulation and control tactics. But here's the clincher. Bill also referenced in his book in that same pages that while they were discussing all of these things they said however we must keep nuclear weapons on the back burner essentially saying because if, if that doesn't work we may have to get drastic because we have to do something about this overpopulated world that's their position so if you think of it in that context 
it actually brings it to light when you consider, because of the works of the many people, not only what I did with the bigvirushoax.com for two years, which I always brag and boast and promote as being the absolute best website on the Internet, which it is, for people to learn the truth about viruses, what they are, what they're not, the science behind it, vaccines, what's in vaccines, how they're merging technology with vaccines, the whole thing of social media censorship, our rights, what our rights are, the laws that protect our rights. I mean, that website is the go-to place. I spent two years 24-7 putting it all together for that reason, so there would be a place for people to go. So considering that... I'm just one guy. There was numerous other people, much many because of my efforts, but others because of their own research and their own efforts, like Dr. Kaufman and Dr. Cowan and Amanda Vollmer in Canada and Tom Barnett in Australia and Dr. Stefan Lanka in Germany and people from all around the world started, you know, opening their eyes and looking into this whole virus bullshit, excuse me, but this virus hoax this virus BS, this fabrication, this strategically fabricated, cleverly concocted, cunningly crafted, devilishly devised scam, more and more people are waking up to it. And because of the alternative platforms, BitChute and Rumble and Odyssey and Brideon and YouTube, then they're sharing all this information because we know YouTube and Facebook and Twitter, they block the truth. So enough of it's gotten out where now I think that's where they're at. They're like, damn it. The coronavirus pandemic scamdemic hoax didn't work. It's time to take nuclear options off the back burner. They may well be at that point because of the fact that the lid was blown off the virus bullshit, because of the fact that people are speaking against the dangerous, deadly vaccinations. That backfired on them. It didn't work like they hoped. So now that's all the more reason to believe that that's why they will now take the nuclear option off the back burner and utilize it because their whole purpose is depopulation, world depopulation. They've said it openly. That's what they're about. We know that they've created their underground taverns with two years' supplies of food, with Walmart trucks going in by the dozens. They're ready for it. So absolutely, by all means, uh, I, I believe it's coming. I, I, I do think. Not as fear-mongering. Um, you know, we hope it doesn't, but – there's a very good, like, good likelihood that it will when you understand it in the context of, again, the new world order, one world government agenda of depopulation. And as you know, we could go down a whole other avenue of discussion with regards to where they're coming from, which I just want to bring this up for fun for the republic, just to throw it out there, because I, I love bringing up the controversial issues. Um, and it would be a question for the republic. Um, they say, and I agree with it, go back to the original Constitution. Well, at the original Constitution, this was a white man's nation. It was an Aryan nation. It was primarily Aryan, Caucasian, white, European stock people that created this, this nation. So the, 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 the question could arise, let me put it like this. Let's say there's a place called China where there's all Chinese people. They're all Chinese. Is it right for me as a white man to go on over to China and get into their government and start telling the Chinese people what to do? No. Let's say there's a place in Africa called Sierra Leone that's all Negro black tribes, 100%. They're black. They have their way of doing things in their government. Would it make sense for me as a white man to move on over to Sierra Leone and get into their political office and start telling them what to do? No. And what's wrong 
with a white nation. Can there not be a white nation? That's one of the issues that is a big issue that is under attack, and it's been and it's been it's been um, put into the psyops of humiliation and intimidation. There's plenty of people out there on the alternative uh, platforms that are trying to address these issues of the Revelation 2939 Jews, the ones that own the banks and own the money and own Hollywood and own the politicians and own the mainstream churches and the television evangelists. There's plenty of people out there trying to address it. Um, There's plenty of people out there trying to address the issue of racial integrity, racial preservation, all of these things, none of them make anybody a hateful, bigoted, white supremacist, but that's the psyop the enemy has created. So that, that the people that are, that do fall into that racial category of being Anglo, Anglo-Saxon, European stock white men, first of all, we know that they've been under attack for the last several decades through the mainstream media. If you're white and you're Christian and you don't agree with their leftist, liberal, homosexual, gay marriage, transsexual, transgender, transhumanism agenda, if you don't say it's okay, all those things, and you're opposed to that, you're a white supremacist. You're a bigot. You're hateful. You're intolerant. So there is validity. There is absolute validity um, to, to, the, to the question of, you know, where, where, where does – because it, it should be addressed. It, it's just it's an honest discussion, and there's nothing wrong with the republic addressing it. They should. Um, uh, when we say going back to the original constitution, under the original constitution, blacks didn't have the, the right to vote in this nation, and neither did, did women. And that's not to take away rights from women. I'm absolutely of the position. I am absolutely of the position that the Chinese and a Chinese nation – only the Chinese should run their politics because it's their nation. And a black Negro nation or tribe in Africa or anywhere else in the world, only they should be running their politics because it's their nation. But it seems that wherever there's a white nation, they're endeavoring, first of all, to infiltrate that nation through the, to- through the George Soros efforts of, of mass you know, immigration, literally using C-130 military aircraft to drop people off in the heartland of our country from all over the world as long as they're not white. They can be Indian, they can be black, they can be Chinese, um, and let them infiltrate this once white nation of the United States of America. Are we not allowed to have our own nation? The enemy certainly does not want us to have our own nation. And that doesn't mean that we cannot be loving of all other races of course we love all other races as you know i'm of the position that there's actually a creator lord god almighty who created all of the unique beautiful different races and tribes and nations but that's all contrary to the new world order one world government agenda that's what it's all about break down other nations ship all around the world amalgamate the races and take over and create now a depopulation agenda who were, who were the majority of people Mike, that died in World Mike, War One and Mike, World War Two? Mike, we got a bunch of people who want to join in, also, but just bounce in here. So, just expressing some thoughts. Right. Yeah, no, no. Sorry, I'm going to push. Uh, uh, hey, next person. Uh, I don't have a number. I just got one, one, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm here. Go ahead. Uh, how's it going? 
Yeah, good evening. Uh, you know, I want to agree with Mike. He uh, First and foremost, he put the God in front of everything, which was uh, I respect the man that uh, puts God before anything and everything. And to his point, uh, the uh, there's a couple words, and, uh, and I'm going to quote him, that he said as far as the spear and the uh, – uh, he hit the nail right on the head with, uh, you know, the we're only using the tip of the spear – to attack our enemy, and that is very correct. But furthermore, what uh, what got me more is uh, he's right. We do need to take the spear by the shaft and uh, and and use force. We absolutely have to use force to get our point across. Now, what do you mean use force? Uh, what do you mean use force? What do you mean? Well, we're just a nonviolent, nonviolent. He, he did not. He did no, not preach violence at all. He did not. He did, he did not preach violence, but he said it was a metaphor that he used, and I'm using it as well. Uh, Mike, Mike hit the nail on the head with what he said. We have to take, we have to grab the shaft, and uh, we have to stroke the shaft. And uh, this is Dr. Peter Paul Ventura, and I approve of force. All right, all right, all right, all right, okay, let's get rid of him. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. That's a, that's a. Uh, a clown right there, obviously. Let me start going down the calls here. Um, okay, uh, we've got a bunch of private callers, so we've got to be careful with these private callers. So let me do this quickly. Go ahead. You're on muted, private caller. Oh, 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 oh. All right. Okay. All right. They're coming out in force attacking me tonight here, so we got to be careful here. All right. All right. All right. Next private. These are all numbers here that, that are blocked. They're private callers, and I don't know who's who, so... Uh, one more. Go ahead. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. All right, there we go. Okay, so obviously the private callers here—they're blocking their numbers, and then this is what you have. This is the society we have out there. This is what happens when you uh, go live on Facebook, or if you've got an internet rep podcast show, you get these cronies out there who want to attack and uh, attack the podcast show and start putting words into. Uh, what Mike said and, and twisting it around. That guy's a clown. He's called into this podcast. I should have recognized his voice, but it's been a while since he called in, but he's a, a complete idiot. Um, he's one of them uh, trolls out there that like to troll around and uh, uh, attack. Uh, the idiots make it fun, don't they? The idiots make it fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't know what fools they make themselves out really to be, but, you know, yeah. Um, uh <laughs> Anybody else put their hand up? Uh, press with number one. Uh, number three three six six five seven three eight three zero six one six. Press the number one, and we'll connect you live. Obviously, we do connect you live. Um, otherwise, that would not have happened. But it just happened there. Um, um, two one zero. Terry, go two one zero. Go ahead. We'll connect you. We'll see. Hopefully, we'll see what happens here. Go ahead. Two one zero. Hello, Brother Joe. Hello. I really enjoy the program tonight. Okay. Uh, this is Eugene. This is Eugene. And um, I was wondering, um, what kind of winterizer should I be using on my lawn? Getting ready to go into winter right now. What do you recommend? Another asshole. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, yeah God, I tell you something else. Um all right, um, Jim, 
You want to expound on what Mike had to say? Uh, break that up a little bit. Break some a little more well, uh, rational thinking here. Well, the, the guy that identified himself as uh, Dr. Peter Ventura, uh, which I've talked to Dr. Peter Ventura, I doubt seriously if that was him. Um, yeah, it's not him. But he did, him he did make a couple of interesting points, and it was right along the lines of what we were talking about. You know, evil reigns until enough righteous people stand up. That's the whole conversation. That's you know you can you can debate the the peripherals, you can identify the attacks of the enemy from the different ways they're attacking us, you can you know all of that, but that doesn't solve the problem. Okay, and Correct. when enough righteous people stand up and become united, like like Mike's uh, analogy of the the shaft, you know, um, there has to be there has to be the force of good, righteous people pushing back against evil. That's the battle we're in from birth. That's the battle we'll be in until we die. We're just having a different battle this time. So far, it's not a gun. It's of the minds and of disinformation and of people attacking radio shows like we just experienced and all these other things. Um they're all they're all identities of good versus evil. So, when enough righteous people stand up, that's where yeah, we're okay, at, folks. But, but when they do stand up, when they do stand up, the righteous people. Well, I think a uh, good a good example. To, or you said you like solutions. The, okay, we get enough people to stand up. What solutions can they use? What in these big large numbers? If we even it's get those large numbers, it's a government up for by the. It's a government up for by the people. A lot of these questions that we've fielded over the years, Joe, you know, are people looking to be guided when the, the moral compass is the guide. And we have to re-inhabit. That means take back and build on from 1870. So all these laws, all these codes and statutes, all this is history. It's a real simple little constitution with a real simple little bill of rights and a very small government. And it's a government up for and by the people. So for me to answer these questions would be me imposing my thoughts or my prejudices on the will of the well, people. Well, Jim, 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 you're the governor. You're the governor of the free state of Colorado now, so you can't, you can't do that to me now. You can't say that because you are elected by the people. A mouthpiece of the people. people. Yeah, you represent, represent the, people. the people. That's right. Yep, that's correct. So when we ask you questions, we're looking for your leadership. That's what we're doing. That's all. Well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put a little of it back on the people that are looking, because it's their destiny. They've got to, they've got to take control. You know, they want to learn how to, how to hold an assembly and and get people together and do video podcasts and talk about it and read books and get educated and and get on the solution page. You know, we're all here. We've been here for. And Mike brought that point up. Mike brought that point up, actually. Mike, he brought that point up on his uh, platform there uh, the other night where he stated, you know, it's time for others out there to have their own meetings, to have their own Zoom calls, and to be, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Mike, you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I appreciate that, Joseph. Yeah, thank you, because that's where I'm at. As, as I mentioned in, in summary, right, the concern I have about doing my national militia meetings is that it turns into a thing where everybody feels like, oh, they're coming to the national militia meeting, therefore they're doing something. No, the Zoom meeting doesn't mean 
diddly squat if people are not changing their own hearts, their own souls, getting right with God, and taking an initiative in their community to start organizing and uniting those same like-minded people. Now, we'd all do it under the umbrella of there's a state coordinator that's coordinating all those counties, and there's a national coordinator coordinating all those states. I mean, that's the most logical system. So by all means, um, and I was going to talk to you about that, Joe, because, you you know, you were quick to, to point out in the meeting the other night, well, wait, Mike, I'm, I'm a, a representative in North Carolina, and I was just making the point, of course you are, Joe, but you've been at this for 10 years. Where are all the average Americans out there that are just getting involved that are, you know, where, where are all the people that voted for Donald J. Trump stepping up to say, yeah, man, I'll be a point of contact for this righteous movement in my county? It's mind-blowing to me, the lack of, of those people, uh, and, and a great many of them are not for fear, plain and simple. And if, and if they have fear, they don't really truly believe in the creator God Almighty to begin with. So it is about that, which I'm going to get with you on that, Joe, private on the side. You know, it's, it's fine. Like I said, on the one hand, being a point of contact is just somebody that's willing to put their name, phone number, email address on the state page and on the militia directory just so we know that there's somebody there people can contact. But, of course, it's another thing to say, okay, I'm going to be a state coordinator where I'm going to start coordinating in my state. So I did plan on talking to you about that, Joe. We can talk about it later. You know, if you're happy just to be a point of contact, which you are a great point of contact in North Carolina, or do you want to start really taking a proactive initiative to start getting all the counties in your state to organize under this, you know, righteous army format? Well, that's what we definitely do, but we have to coincide. I also also want to bring up, while I got Jim and Justice Waters here, uh, hopefully still here, I hope uh, Mr. Hurtwood is here too, is, is we is, is what, what you know are we recognizing the republic as the lawful interim government the republic the republic is you know are is this the de jure uh government here you know uh that 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 that's waiting for the american people to take back the seats of government you know uh that that were uh, uh abandoned um in our history and the history of our country you know uh what you yeah. know you know what i mean yeah and i'll be the first to admit I mean, obviously, I put links to the Republic of the United States of America on our website, on the home page, um, wherever I put the word Constitutional Republic, I linked it to their website, and I spelled it out, the Republic for the, and I have a video of James Geiger, you know, on our home page, so that people yeah, can look yeah. into it and for themselves. One of the problems I've been having, it's kind of twofold, and I'll admit it, my, I hate to say it even, but I'm just being honest, my eyes are starting to go on me pretty darn bad with regards to reading and I don't like wearing glasses and um, there's a whole bunch of stuff I need to read that I have not yet read and the only way I'm going to be able to do it the only way I could go about reading things is to actually print it out Um, like just the other day um, Charles in Texas you know he's working now on putting together a common law court you know to deal with the way to approach all these you know political criminals who have been using this coronavirus concept to take people's rights away from them, and I'm going to, you know, be, uh, you know, the, the four person to, you know, push that complaint forward, and I'm going to ask a lot of others to join it with me in that complaint. But he asked, did you read what I sent you, Mike? And I printed out and showed him how the first page printed and the second page started disappearing. I ran out of ink, literally. And the only way I can really read something is if I print it out on my printer and I, I print it all out and I get – 
some reading glasses and a, and a yellow Sharpie and a pen, and I start reading through it line by line, very methodical, and make corrections and make additions. You know, that's the only way I could do it. I can't just sit down on a computer and read. My eyes kill me. I'm, I'm losing, you know, my, my sight's getting bad without glasses. I can't read. And I don't, I mean, I do have some glasses, but I can't use them on the computer. I need to sit down with paper in my hand. So believe it or not, and I've addressed this from time to time, I've, for, for two and a half years now, I have been 100% a political and social activist, period. Two years with the TheBigVirusOaks.com and now several months with RighteousArmy.org, and I have not got one. I got many people sent me some very, very generous donations through the TheBigVirusOaks.com over a couple of years' period's time because they appreciated the work I was doing there. But over the last few months, I've been doing Righteous Army. That's been my primary effort. Not only has my mailing list gone down by 200 people, it's amazing to me, um, but I have not got one, not one donation to assist me. So I literally, I literally don't have money to buy ink for my computer, for my, for my printer. Literally, I, I, I don't. I don't have a, fuck, a, a freaking penny to spare. I, I don't. I don't have one. Um, my well, wife cleans offices in the evening, and, and I'm yeah. all day on the computer putting out memes on social media with what I'm doing. I, I don't have an income. I lost all my jobs because of the BS. And now um, I'm also stuck between a rock and a hard place because I was just telling somebody today, I cannot even, I cannot even get myself to pick up my guitar and try to go to some marina and play music anymore. How can I do that if I know they're spraying chemicals in the sky that are killing people and they're putting jabs out all across the world to kill people? I can't. I can't even put my mind in that frame of mind to go back to the music. I'm stuck. I'm stuck as a political and social activist that's not making any money at all. It's a real hell of a place to be. It's a powerful – yeah, because this is our country. This is our republic. These are our people. And, uh, yeah, and it's powerful. It's very powerful. And everybody out there, go to RighteousArmy.org and uh, support Mike. Uh, you know, look into it. Look into the uh, website and – uh, 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 check it out. I mean, you know, he does these Zoom meetings. And look, we've got the Republic on here, too. You know, the Republic for the United States dot org. Uh, you know, uh, these are things that people need to check out, look into, come to your own decision what you, where you want to stand in history in America, or what you think is uh, the big fight out there. Do you want to go and uh, play the Republican-Democrat game? Do you want to get caught up in the nonsense that's out there right now? Or do you want to seek out truth? And justice for uh, for your children and grandchildren, you know, in the future. Uh, hey, let, let me just say one last thing. You know, uh, Governor James, Governor James did send me. Um, you know, when I first found out about the Republic, you know, I had a lot of questions in my mind too. You know, I want answers. Um, I know I brought up some somewhat controversial ones a little while ago. Um, with regards to a white nation and all, but I like bringing that up just for the discussion and to see, you know, what people's views are on that. Most people don't want to go there, but I'm not shy about discussing any controversial issue. I think it's just a matter of communicating and airing things out and discussing where we are and why we're where we're at, no matter what it might be. Um, but Governor James did send me a PDF for the Declaration of Intent, a Sovereign Intent. And as of this point, I have, by... I guess you could say by faith and trust in James and, and, and Judge Waters, who are the two that I've spoken to the most, accepted their assertions and their statements to me that it's a document that was signed by several top-notch people that was submitted to The Hague and accepted by The Hague and, and 140 nations. 
So I, I haven't read it, number one, because I'm just trusting it. Number two, because, again, I, I haven't been able to print it out and read it, but I want to. In fact, honest to God, if I were to get a you know, $60 donation tonight just because of doing this broadcast, I will use that money to go buy ink from my printer, and I'll print it out and start reading it because I've been wanting to read it. I literally haven't read it because of my eyes, the problems I'm having with my eyes, and the fact that I can't, that I haven't been able to print it out, literally. I mean, I know that might sound crazy, but that's just the way my mind works. Kind of, I have to print something out. What kind of printer do you got? Um, let me see. It's a. Uh, I'll tell you exactly what it is. I think it's. What is it called a power? Uh, HP Office Jet thirty eight thirty, and it's like thirty something bucks for a cartridge that doesn't last too long. So you know, I, I don't even know if I'd get one hundred and forty pages out with. One cartridge. That's why I said in theory, if I got 60 bucks tonight, I'd go buy two cartridges tomorrow. (laughs) Mike, HP 3830, right? Yeah. All right. We'll look on that there, and uh, we'll see if we can get him some toner there for his uh, printer. Right, guys? I mean, come on, man. You know, I mean, this guy, you know. I mean, there's no reason why. I mean, you get a guy on the Internet today who says he wants a sex change, and he'll raise $50,000 in 10 minutes. Isn't that my thing, brother? Isn't that my just – see, that goes to my whole discouragement I was telling you. You know, people yeah. – the, the trash and the filth and the perversion, you can raise money for that all day. Try to do something yeah. godly or patriotic, poor. Yeah. It is it's sad. It's really, really sad. Um, Justice Waters, you're out there. Any, anybody calls? What do you think? We can, do anybody screen any of these calls? Do we want to try taking calls again or or uh, see what we can get out there? It's up to you guys. Um, 317, I'll try 31 or 608. Uh, let's see, let's try 608. Probably thousands of people Hi. out there that got tons of money to listen to this, and they won't come up with 30 bucks for you to get in there. Incredible. 608. Hi there. Uh, it's Jen calling uh, from Southwest Wisconsin. Um, okay. A friend, a, a, a friend to the Republic, and and uh, uh, in great stance, I'm sitting in my car seat here before going into the 501c3 church with which I have a, a relationship, a dear dear friends, although struggle a lot with uh, that piece. Um, Governor Henning has been a great inspiration. I've been listening to the calls for the last decade. I, I count Justice Waters and, and Governor Carpenter's uh, as voices of comfort and wisdom. Um, the work that you've done across this decade, uh, it may sometimes feel like you're not, that, that, that the, the reach isn't that far, but, but it's deep. And uh, there's still a lot of fear uh, I'll speak personally. I, you know, I uh, I hesitate to uh, put my name on a list. Um, uh, and 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 I hear you, Mike, from the Righteous Army. Uh, that that's not uh, the strong sister believer that I've I I, I want to identify as. Um, the Hurtlers have been um, again great inspiration, deep friends, powerful uh, elders. Um, and I have accepted a role as the Secretary of State for the Free State of Wisconsin, although it's caught in the Senate and, and, and the House of Representatives, and I know there's a lot going on. I'm not pushing for it to, to go any faster because, frankly, I don't 
feel like I'm that, that Cracker Jack and administrator uh, or that I know all that much about a Secretary of State role. However, we do need to read these documents. We need to understand them, and I think it would be so helpful to put them uh, in an auditory form. I, I, I would speak them, and I have at times sat with documents because I, too, struggle to read um, at the computer. Um, but if we could produce portions of this, um, a, a bit at a time so that the people can digest it and, and sit with it. This is, this is tough reading. This is a, a formidable endeavor. And I'm and anyway, thankful that you are uh, here on the airwaves tonight and that I can hear you. Yeah, Jen, this is Dean. Uh, thank you. And God, God bless you, sister, for coming on. And uh, it was wonderful to see you and your husband and, uh, the young lady and their baby that you came for the face-to-face on October 1st, and thank you for your spirit. Yes. Great momentum there, Governor. Great, great Amen. momentum. And, and uh, when, when, we, when we reach out, as you did that day, to a picnic table of folks on their motorbikes for the weekend, and we saw a Let's Go Brandon t-shirt, the doors open up, and we discover that the people are, in fact, with us, uh, but it is hard to penetrate and get more than a handful of views or to get a YouTube video to go viral. Maybe we need resources who specialize in that search engine optimization stuff. And I get the feeling Mike at, at the Righteous Army is a real savvy web master and understands how to Twitter and, and, and Facebook and, and YouTube. Um, we're going to get there. Uh, it, it's, it's coming. Can I comment on that real quick? Just quick. Yeah, we're, we're on the yeah, same. I'm sorry, Mike, to interrupt, but yeah, I just want to respond quick. Um, we, we, you know, we've been doing this 12 years. We volunteered our time, and you know, we're struggling too financially. And I understand, and and we pray for that, brother. And it seems like God always provides just enough. You know, we're never never hungry, that's for sure. And I'm thankful that our Father God provides for us under His grace. But I'm sorry, Mike. Go ahead. Amen. No, yeah, that's a great point, too. <laughs> the Creator works in uh, strange, funny ways sometimes. Like you said, He provides, He provides, He provides, He provides enough for you to be thankful to make sure that you can, you know, prove that you're a thankful person. Um, he's never, He's never early, but He's never late. Right. I'm just waiting for Him to bless me as being that, you know, five hundred million dollar Powerball winner, so that I can. Send you know a few million over to the republic. Send a few million over to Joe. You know what I mean? Because that's what I'd be doing with it, man. Is supporting all the top leading causes, um, so everybody could pray for me to win it. Because I'm the one guy on the planet who would do that, and that's a fact. I say it by God as my witness. So, um, yeah, I was going to just comment on that great uh, comment Jen made there um, um, when she said uh, recording. What a great. I thought about that myself, and, and in fact, when I do print out uh, the, um, the 141 pages, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read it into, in video format, even if I just black the video out where it's audio. I'm going to read it. Um, that Bring does it, need to be done. We need more. Yeah, we need more and more of these things to be where people can just listen while they're driving down the road. So I do plan on doing that with that document once I print it out and start reading it. I'm going to record. In fact, my dad loves to read. My dad puts his glasses on. He'll be sitting in his chair, and he's good at reading. He's good at reading out loud. So it might be a great opportunity for me to video record my dad. I mean, he's 81. Hope he stays with us, you know, another couple decades. But 
But you never know. We all we all check out eventually, and that would be great for me to have video of my dad reading, uh, you know, the the DSI. You know, I'll just video record him reading it out loud. I think I'll do that. You want to do that, Pop? Sounds good. All right, he'll do it. <laughs> That's awesome. And Mike, that Mike, that conversation you just had right there with your dad. This show's archived, and then yes, by all means, we pray that you and your dad will. You know, remain here, to, you know, uh, on earth at least, and have enjoy your time together. You know, but you know, when you go, you'll be a father and lord in heaven, and a much better place. But you know, the, the memories. You know, this is what I'm talking about. The, you know, the networking together, patriots together. This is the. You know, we don't always have to be talking about the, the nuclear war stuff and stuff like that. The community, the patriot community, coming together and acting in a positive way with each other, and instead of tearing each other apart. You know, and 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 we, I mean, we do a lot of that. That's for sure, and because we feed into the psyop, like you said, of 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 of, of what they try to uh, teach us from birth on to death, uh, to uh, in this new world order that they're creating. You know, I mean, the evil one has got a lot of tricks, and and that's why it's, I'm so blessed to have the Republic here on my podcast show. And uh, talk about these great things that we, you know, the the, uh, the government talk about the law, the uh, the great patriots throughout the years that I've met, you know, uh, that that you know, and and it's been nothing but positive for me, you know, uh, I think because all the great people that I've met throughout the years, and a lot have come and gone, uh, and, and some come on the podcast show, people I've met on this podcast show, the shows that we've done, got Jim, you know that firsthand. We've had some powerful podcasts on here. You know, I had him call me after the podcast show. Joe, that was, oh, wow. You know, we talked for hours after the show, you know. So, um, you know, but um, it's great. Yeah, there was one show we crashed your servers twice, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's happened. It definitely has happened. Um, uh, anybody else here before, uh, before we start getting them ready to wind it down here? I mean, solutions is always, we always want solutions. I'm one of those guys that always want solutions. I mean, I'm always, uh, you know, poking the tiger, I guess you could say, like Jim likes to say, you know, or poking the bear. But, uh, you know, I want to, uh, I want to hear solutions, man, you know? Um, yeah, Joe, uh, I want to say something just for, just for edification for everybody. Um, it's funny how, why? So on on one of my videos, I think it was uh, a National Militia Meeting 38, um, I got a message from somebody. I should read the message, but it was pretty harsh, like, yeah, you know, what are you doing on the Internet, you know, speaking a bunch of trash, blah, 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 you loser, MSA, get out of here kind of thing. Write a very negative comment, and I'm like, how? <laughs> like, how are comments negative coming in on a video like yeah. this, right? It makes no sense to me. So I commented back. You know, because he said, you know, that that something about I don't, I ain't doing nothing. You know, I'm not doing nothing. So I commented back, you know, I've done, you know, probably more in the last two years because I know how much I've done with the big virus and righteous army. You know, than than you've spoken, you know, through your whole life kind of thing. And he wrote back, you don't know who I am, you don't know what I've done. I said, well, I'm not saying you're a coward, but if you're not and you're not just a big talker, call me, right? And I'll put my phone number on there and I put, you know, the Zoom. I said, let's do a Zoom, let's discuss it because I know. That in, in the social media realm, it's easy. I, I've always said that strictly written communications are easy for people to misinterpret, misunderstand, get the wrong vibe. Whereas if you sat down with a person and you're shaking their hand and looking them eye to eye, it's going to be a totally different experience. So I recognize yep. that often 
on, on, on the Internet, you know, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or comments on videos, you know, even the people that make wise-ass comments, even the callers that called in earlier being wise-asses, if any yeah. one of us had the opportunity to meet them, you know, at a, at a coffee house and sit down and have a drink and communicate, we'd probably agree on a whole bunch of things and maybe disagree on some things, and we'd be like two human beings talking, you know what I mean? So it's easy to get yeah. caught up, and, and people do all the time, these little trivial, you know, uh, you know, back and forth on the Internet. But today, I, I wrote him. I said, you know, call me, you know. And, he, and my phone rang, and unknown, and, and it was him. He says, yeah, I'm the guy on Bitchute. I said, hey, brother, how you doing? I said, man, I really appreciate you calling. He's the first one of all the people that ever made negative comments who did call me. Uh, I mean, wow. I've had a lot of negative comments, and I always tell people to call me. So he called, and I went on, you know, my little spiel, which you know I could do, just kind of explaining everything I've done with the, the big virus and the righteous army and where I'm coming from. And then, now, of course, we, we were having a good, friendly conversation. It was a totally different reality. Although, of course, he did say that he doesn't believe anything on the, on the Internet or the TV. It's all BS. It's all a lie. It's all retarded. You know, it's, he, what he believes in is health, right, about, about healing. He thinks people need to heal themselves from all the poison. And, I, of course, I agree with him on that, right? So he just, he's, he's not into the Internet. He's not into republics or USA or patriot or religion or church or Christ or nothing, really. But at the same time, he did admit to me that his whole life, his mother was a drug addict. His father was a drug addict. He grew up as a drug addict, and he was selling dope on the streets. That was his life. That's all he knew. He thought that's what life was. But he's in a higher place now for himself in his own realm. Now he's, he said he's about healing. He's, you know, he's about he quit all that. He's trying to do the right thing with his life. And I told him, I said, brother, that's a great testimony. I mean, you, you could have your own platform, you know, and encourage and motivate other people in a positive way, you know, just like you've changed your life around. He says, yeah, but I don't want to be on the Internet. I don't want to be. And I said, that's fine. You can just do it person to person in your community as well. That's fine. So, you know, different strokes for different folks. But I just wanted to point yep. out that, you know, the guy called me. We had a, a very friendly, amicable conversation. And so, you know, sometimes – even these loons that call your show, Joe, um, take it with a grain of salt because most likely um, if we yeah. sat down with any I know, number I, of them. I, I, know, I, know the saying, I know the saying, you know, I don't go to church because there's a bunch of hypocrites there. Yeah, but, but well, you go to Walmart, right. yes. You go to Home Depot, yeah, well, the hypocrites there, right? You know, so, you know, it's, 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 you know they don't make no sense, you know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we got some other people here with their hands up. Um, so we'll try, well, let's see, 506, try you out one time. Well, I have a question for everyone on the panel. First of all, I want to say uh, God bless all. I'm for the militia. But my question, first of all, is for Mike. Mike, are, are you all seriously afraid of going out in public because of, of the virus and because of the, the gases in the air? Is that what you're saying? Um, afraid to go out in public? No, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to go out in public at all, no. Um. Not at all. I pointed out that they are, uh, they are clearly spraying chemicals in the sky above chemtrails. There's no question about that. But, again, I believe in the creator, Lord God Almighty, who protected Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego walking through a flame of fire so he can protect me from their fumes in the air. But the fact that they're doing it is wrong. And so to the extent I'm just standing up for my fellow human beings, men and women, um, I pointed out, I, I point to what's evil and wrong and corrupt in this world, and I call it out. Well, I'm a, here's the point I'm going to make right now. I mean, 
y'all don't believe in the virus, right? I mean, y'all, y'all know that ain't real, right? Well, first of all, I, I, I will say, um, you know, we're all pretty savvy here, and this sounds like one of the semi, you know, kind of crank calls that are coming in, which I'm fine to deal with, but there's absolutely no Well, well here's what I'm going to say, man. Stop being such a little bitch and go outside to the street. You're off. You're off. You're off. Wait, let him go. Let him go. No, no, let him talk. Let him talk. Let him talk. All right. All right. God damn it. Stop. You too, Joseph, man. I'll have my words with you too, man. Don't make me force you to shit in the dryer now. But anyway, why are you so afraid? Listen, you were addressing. This is Mike. This is Mike. You were addressing me. So let me just tell you. If you're if you're distraught and confused over the virus issue, I'd encourage you to go to thebigvirushoax.com. And if you can read and comprehend pretty well, digest what's there, and you'll be a, a, a new man in a few months' time. So I would encourage you to educate yourself on the issues. Wait, what's that supposed to mean if I can read? Because y'all the one that says I got to print some to read. But that you say you're on the internet all day, all night making the memes with your reading. That that's kind of like an oxymoron, if you ask me. You're an ex animoron. Well, because well, well, actually, well, what do you mean? actually, I, I'm going. I, well, hold on now, hold on now. I, I'm going to go ahead and put on a little bit of an accent too, just for fun. And what I'm saying is, I don't know. I don't know if you can read or not. Maybe you can. I'm just saying, if you can. Get on over to thebigvirushoax.com and educate yourself a little. That's all I'm saying, my brother. You want me to educate myself, but you're afraid of the virus. You're afraid of the smith. Yeah, he's all right. All right. We don't need to go round and round with him. Let's disconnect him right here. <laughs> yeah, now you can let him go. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got a bunch of them. 407. Let's go to 407. Go ahead. Hey, uh, this this is Sally from uh, American Statesman. How are you doing tonight? Sounds like you got a rowdy crowd out there. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, earlier on the show, uh, you made the comment about um, Trump being the Speaker of the House and on being in the President. Technically, that could happen. Whether it's going to go another story, but technically it could. Just like think about who's going to be the next president. Um, for right now, because we know Biden's not going to last two years. If he, it'll be amazing if he lasts, you know, through the beginning of the year, whatever. And the, uh, you know, whether he uh, he resigns, then we get good old Harris out there, uh, and then she knows she can't do the job. She gets a VP, and then she resigns. It, it, it's con- what we have. We're definitely in some crazy times, and Lord only knows who could end up being the president of this United States without an election. It really is crazy. But I, I would still go for yeah. Trump. <laughs> Trump being Speaker of the House, he could truly do more as Speaker of the House as he ever could do doing the president. But who knows if that will ever happen. It's, it's, uh, uh, it's well, one yeah. of those things that so, so, technically so could happen. So, look, I don't like – look, uh, Trump, Trump uh, – I don't know. Mike, what's your opinion on Trump or, or, or Jim or, or anybody else out there? I, obviously, she supports Trump, loves Trump, uh, or thinks that Trump well, – well, no, uh, yeah, Hold on, me, hold on. Cut, cut the share. crap on that one. Trump, Trump, well, no, Trump me, is, a, me, is a nationalist, me, not a globalist, and, that, and that's a very big deal. Trump, sure, whether you sure, like sure. Trump or not, he's the one who's managing to rally people together. And you better think about the power that has – because all these groups such as these, the, what you guys are doing, you, as you said in the beginning of the show or earlier in the show, we have pe- groups all over the place that are all doing their own thing. They all want to be in charge. Nobody can get everybody together. 
If we don't yeah, get everybody that, together, you know that united we stands kind of stuff. We ain't gonna that, survive. That, yo, you're absolutely yeah. correct. You're absolutely correct. But I, I, you know, look, I, I supported Trump in the beginning with a lot of things that he did do, uh, and, and, and believe me. But, I, but all that vote, voting for lesser of two evils. I mean, I just can't. You know, I'm tired of that. Aren't you? Well, yeah, I'm, I, I don't like voting for the lesser of two evils either. And you know the, we we've uh, we talked uh, as you know not uh, not last night but the week before we had the convention of states what we can truly do to take the, take this country back right now I think we better think about what we can truly do I mean I can go out there and stand on the corner and, and jump up and down but that's not going to do any good but by by myself it ain't going to do any good trying to get all these groups just like you guys I don't have a group I do the blog talk and I try to share information that's what I'm attempting to do out there. Because I am not rich, I'm not a wealthy person. I can't be. Um, I can only. I can do what I can do. I go out there, yeah. and I've been trying. Me and some of these others have been trying to wake up people for the past ten, fifteen plus years to say Agenda Twenty One is real, and of course the, the conspiracy case. And what do I? When anybody tells me they think it's all a conspiracy case and all this other stuff, I said, Well, do you think Hitler was a conspiracy case, or do you think it really happened? Uh, was the Holocaust real? Well, let me answer that the, one. Can I, know, can I answer that, that one real quick? I encourage sure. you. What, what's your name, Miss? That's speaking. I, I have American Statesman as my blog talk show. What, what's your name? Sally. I already said that. What, what part Sally. of it do you not understand? Sally. Don't be insulting to um, me. Sally. No, yeah. I asked what your name was. Right, Sally. Right, Sally. As far first of all, let me encourage you. You, you like information, so there's a video, twelve hours historical documentary called. Europa, the last battle, and I highly recommend and encourage you to watch it. It's the top video at the bigvirushoax.com on the videos page. It's also the top video on the videos page at righteousarmy.org. It's 12 hours. I've watched it twice. My father watched it. He's 81. My son's 30. He watched it. Many people have suggested watched it several times over. It's the most educational video you'll ever watch on the issue of World War One, Hitler, World War II, and, and all of those issues. I just want to say with regards to Trump, like, like Joseph, I was truly Trump's greatest supporter. I mean, there's a song called Trump Train. It's an original song. There are a lot of songs. Did, did you call Trump Trump Train. Did I get, Do I have a chance to speak here or am I going to be lectured here? Because yeah, you're, you're, yeah, I, am, I, I didn't vote for Trump the first time. I did vote for him the second time. I don't know who's going to be out there in 2024. I'm telling you whether you like Trump or not, he is bringing an awful lot of people together. He is, whether yeah. you like right. it or You're, not. And I don't know anybody else that's out there who can do it right now. Show me. And, but, and but for, what, 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 I don't totally yeah. agree with everything he does. Trust me. I don't worship the guy in that sense. Get over that part. Yeah. The, the point I wanted to make about Trump is two things. First, they've already proven with the 2020 election that we don't have a legitimate voting system. They can drag and drop votes, period. That's all there is to it. Until we go back to paper, thumbprint, identification, uh, it, it's, it's, I'll never vote again until it's paper, thumbprint, and, and right. Because they, they've proven it. It's, it's a rigged, faulty voting machines, period. So there's no reason to vote. It's a flaw, fraudulent system. Number two, as they far as Trump goes, do nothing. That's, that's good. I, I would encourage you to consider secondary reasons as to why he's uniting and organizing people. And frankly, you can see just about everybody he's united and organized is now being labeled as white supremacists and bigots and hateful and intolerant, and that's by design. Oh, so he goodness. was commissioned to get the, out there the and rally died. patriots and conservatives. Well, hang on. And if not, yeah. he wouldn't be working. Yeah, well, he wouldn't be yeah. working. 
He wouldn't be pushing well, then do nothing. vaccine. Then, then do nothing. He wouldn't have filled what, what, his cabinet what, what with your, Do you truly feud. think he what you're doing right now cat. is being effective? Do you truly think what you're doing now is being what? effective? A what? It, it's it, the, if you're 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 condemning somebody who's bringing people together. I don't like every every. I have condemned Trump There's a reason so many why times. Go out there and listen to my my blog talk shows and see what I've said about Trump in the past. I, I he right. but he I'll, is uniting people saying, with a common cause. Right. And I don't. I can't saying, see all the groups like you guys. I don't it. see all these groups coming together. I want to know the people, the top people in all these different groups. How often do they talk to each other and try to come together and unite across this country? Well, we I do. don't see we it do happening. So. We, we, we meet three times a week, actually, for four times, including my show. So how we many, do. How we many are, people you got all together? Uh, I, well, the, why do numbers matter? Why do numbers matter? Well, I, I'd rather have – I'd rather – hang on, hang on, hang on. I'd rather have ten solid, strong people than a hundred suckers who are going to sell out to the Federal Reserve and sell out for a dollar or give out – sell their okay. soul to the devil. Yeah, I right? Well, right? I, I, I love the fact that, you know, hey, I want to take back this country, and if you just, to say anything different to me would be an insult, insulting, and you better be careful not to insult me because I don't appreciate that. I'm out there fighting, and I've been fighting this fight for a long time. I've been out there trying to do it the peaceful way, the right way, and I don't believe in a convention of states as we discussed a week ago because um, I, I know they're too corrupt. But I don't see you guys getting moving the ball down the field here either. I hate to tell you that, but I don't see it. And what I've heard tonight well, wait, doesn't really – it, it doesn't well, prove on, a whole lot on. either. Sally, hang on. Can I ask a question now? Because hang on. What do you mean you guys? I don't understand. What do you mean now? Can you elaborate the, a little more? You know. Well, what the discussion I've been hearing. The very beginning of the show, I was listening to – the preparation, and we, we better be ready for a nuclear war. We better understand that there's a war going on on this homeland right now, whether you want to admit it or not, uh, the, how the communists have taken over half, half of this country, whether you like it or not, why they can have control our food supply, whether you like it or not, whether you've got the, the idiots like Bill Gates out there buying up all the farmland. Uh, we, we are under attack right this moment. Um, but at the same time, people are going to say, well, I'm not going to vote because I know that the election's corrupt. The, the, get, go go read. Have you had the Battle of Athens? Did you ever have, have, Do you know about the Battle of Athens in Tennessee in 1946? Corruption back then, too. But they didn't stop. They actually went back and went, went after the ballot box. That's what we're supposed to be doing. If, you're, if we have okay. no choice to vote, then what are you even wasting your time? If, you have, if we have no vote. Well, if we're going to well, give up. Obviously, I hear people you, well, you're, you're just voting. You're you're only voting for a president of a corporation to begin with. You're not voting for yeah, a president for exactly. the republic. Uh, and to begin and with. you know, this is where you guys got to realize. Okay, 1871, the U.S. corporation. Yes, I know about that too. Gosh, wow. Some okay. of them have taken time to study some of this stuff. As much as you guys doing this, we're not saying we're not saying you do don't know about it. But why follow a system then that and believe in a system that's crooked and broken? There's no deals with the so, so you're you're going to sit on the sidelines on November eighth and play dumb and do nothing because you don't totally trust the election system. Instead of doing something to fix it or monitor it or or call it out, you're going to sit on the How sidelines and do nothing, and that's going to help. Kelly, how can I Actually, you're something? doing something. You're doing something by not participating in their fraud. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Stand on the sidelines. Yep. Yep. Stand on the I don't think we're on the sidelines. I don't think we're on the sidelines. That's like me calling you saying you're on the sidelines. You know, I'm just disagreeing with the way you're going about it. Well, 
I think well, I hope wish you guys some luck. I'm out here as a patriot trying to do stuff too. Um, and see, I, what I'm listening to most of what off. I've heard on this show that's, tonight, you're you're not helping the cause any. Uh, the, telling help, people help, that how hey, you better be prepared. There is a war coming on. People better be prepared for a war. I I personally think we're under attack already. COVID was a bioweapons attack on this country and on the world. That is my yeah. take on COVID and the vaccine. Okay. And who was there? Okay. And what have I said? Okay, Trump, what did you how did you facilitate this process because you thought you were doing something righteous, I believe. I don't know. But whatever. But, I mean, uh I get, I was calling here trying to join in on some of the discussion, but instead it seems like that's more of an attack on me personally. I don't know why. No, but nobody's you, attacking you. Nobody's attacking you. No, you're taking well, a different it's okay. you, you have we're the right having to a discussion. You have you have the we're right. You, you have the right uh, but to go out there and not vote and act like that's going to prove something, that that's ridiculous. I'm sorry, uh, well, and I've told now, that to other people who right now. Who's attacking who? Who's attacking who now? I didn't this say exactly. your way was ridiculous. You said our way was ridiculous, and no, I believe you, No, I was being told to, to vote was a waste of time. Uh, initially, I was being told to vote. Voting would be a waste of time is what I was told. No, and no, yeah, right now, and I don't believe the Republicans are going to save the world either. It's going to be the American people who are going to save it. But I do think it does. We do have. I do not believe we should still God. honor the balance. If, if we're divided what? without God, first of all, well, first of all, we need God, okay? And we got to well, get back to the, what's that? Now, as many times as you listen on to my show, do you think I don't believe that? What do I, I what do I do? I start the typically start the show with a pledge of allegiance. Well, and how many okay. times do I say one we're nation under God? Again, we're not I, trying I don't know. to Okay, okay. To oh, I've had enough. I don't I don't really know where you guys are going here. Good luck. I don't exactly. get it. I'm not getting anything out of this conversation with you. What I told people last night is on no no uh, are are people going to get engaged in their government to take it back? I don't see you guys telling people to go out there and get engaged and take their government back and call their different. Uh, okay, so uh, what do we do, Sally? Get, get what them do we back. do? Tell us what to do. Tell us what to do then. You tell us what what's your answer, solution then? Uh, do nothing, just like you guys are doing. Sounds good. Ah, it's, it's, come on. Ah. No, no, I I'm going to vote. I said vote. I said vote You're on election vote. day. Vote How on has election day. How has that worked day. out for you since 1871? Vote, How vote has that worked out day. for you? And How then we're, we're going to see. Election day is going to be a, a telling point see. as to whether these people are engaged. How has voting worked out, though, to this day so far for you? Well, it obviously didn't work out in 2020 where we proved. Why do you think they were going after Trump? <laughs> What 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 do you what do you guys think now this, this and I've said this on my show and I'm sure you've heard it first and I you know I ran for office years ago and the, guess what the machines were crooked back then too but I was it was a small local office it was a uh, local office um, position so nobody wanted to do it and of course the elections are corrupt so let's co- the elections are corrupt so instead of fixing the elections let's just leave, leave them the way they are you can't but so let me have a piece of conversation your solution? Joe. Yeah, yeah. Hang on, Jim. Jump in here, please, Jim. Go ahead. Jump in here. Can we have another party jump in here, please, Sally? Go ahead. Hi, Sally. This is Governor Carpenter from Colorado Free State. Welcome to the show tonight. I appreciate your spirit. And, you know, I've been sitting back listening, and you're one of us. You know, you pledge allegiance to the republic. You, You recognize the law of nature and nature's God. 
you recognize we have a problem, and you recognize that we're struggling, and you're a bright lady. And so kudos to you, and uh, don't feel like you're under attack here. Um, let me give you a what if. What if the people organized enough under law to be able to put the world on notice and then carry out through the years by educating the American people to the point of where we are today. And on the next election, you had a chance to go over to vote for a new government of foreign by the people based on the original Constitution, not the corporation that's in control today. And, or you could get in that other line and go vote for the next international president of the United States. And one in the republic system, you'd get a paper ballot and you'd put a red thumbprint on it. Do you think the American people might be interested in that scenario? <laughs> I, I'm not sure exactly where you're going. I, somehow I've totally lost you. Well, point to re- you're totally Joe, lost me. If there was an alternative election. ever listening here. Go out there and listen to what I've been saying for the past 10-plus years on my blog talk show. Go listen to what I've been saying and what I've been promoting and what I have. You won't even answer a simple question. You won't even answer my question. You're the one attacking my show and the people that I represent. I don't understand. You're wanting me to put a red phone print on something? I was missing your point. So you wouldn't participate or go for a transitional election to get out of the corporation and into the Constitutional Republic. And you would think that I'm a fool for even suggesting that. Am I, I reading you correctly, I, I, I have been telling people about the corporation and how we have to stop it. So answer I, my I question. Guess, would you participate in a transitional sure election? Sure, sure, sure. Sure, I would. Okay, sure that's I would. a simple, that's let's, a simple let's, question. Let's, let's, where are you going to have this election? Well, we need people to hold it, don't we? That's my oath, It's to see the people get that chance. That's the only point that I've been given by the people I represent is to get a lawful election going. Okay? That's what we're trying and to do, my, my authority lends there. So you want to participate or you want to find fault? <laughs> I, mean, I want to take that's back this country. To. We have and that I want a real power of how you're going to Well, it's a government up how, for how by the people. It? So you're only one person. How how are you going to do it? I, I by getting your help, Sally, on rallying the American anything. people to vote in the republic. We all got to work together to make that happen. We can't do it attacking each other. We've got to come to a common ground and say we got to try this and go and run with it and 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 put our best efforts with God first. And, 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 and an honest effort, you know, trying to fix a corrupt system that's broken, that's made all deals with the devil across the board globally, uh, let alone in this country, is not going to fix it. It's satanity. We're, we're repeating the same mistake over and over, voting on a corporate, corporate de facto president that's going to make us a bunch of promises that he's not going to keep. You know, I mean, I, I just don't see that. That's a waste of time. That's a, insane. Well, That's and, insane. and Joe, I would go back to you were you were listening a couple of weeks ago, a week actually a week ago, of the Convention of States. Now we have this thing called a Constitution, and it does have Article Five, Convention of States. And if you really, if we could really do what it's supposed to do, 
We could take back our country through a convention of states. We could take back our country through actually applying the Constitution. But the, the way we're doing it right now, we're, the, the, there's a group of people trying to do this convention of states, which will, I believe, destroy the, destroy the Constitution. They'll put it through a shredder. So I don't want to convince Yeah, let me say, states. Sally, Sally, I agree with you on that, and I listened to your show last week. I, you let me come in and make a few comments, too. And um, I believe Alex really nailed it, and, and you were great hosting your show. I, I enjoyed it tremendously. Um, you're right. It's not about com- conventions of states. Um, they'll use that to actually reverse what we do have going for us. They'll use it to take away the Second Amendment, actually. Um, so that is not the answer. I-, I did want to say on your show last week, too, that I didn't have a chance to say about, you know, the other thing about term limits, because I think you also agreed that term limits isn't the answer. And, I mean, on the one hand, I like the idea of, right, term limits, because then they can't, you know, over decades get, you know, owned by the corporations. However, at the same time, what if you do have somebody great in there that's working for the people? You'd like to have them in there longer. So it's not about term limits. What it ultimately comes down to is politicians should not be able to receive money, period, from corporations. They can't be bought out. That way they won't be doing the bidding of the corporations because the corporations can't pay them to do their bidding. So I think the answer doesn't lie with term limits. It lies with politicians not being able to receive money, period. They shouldn't be able to receive money. That's bribery. That's like legal, legalized bribery in politics. Well, half the money they get now is bri- – I mean, it is bribery. That, that's true, and I've said that all uh, along too. But term limits can be um, a good or a bad because if they know that they don't have to go for re-election, then they're apt to do a lot of other things that they really don't even – that they think they won't get caught for. But cor- there's uh, definitely corruption. It's the best go- – have you, have you ever heard of the book, Best Government Money Can Buy? That's what we have, the best government money can buy. We have a very sure. corrupt government. Nancy Pelosi, yes. how, much, how, how do these people go into public office and come out millionaires? Okay. Mm-hmm. You're right. They, they shouldn't be making money. And I, on my own self, when I said term limits, how should any one individual, how many years should any individual be in, any, in public office, period, because that's how they work their way up. They start locally. And by the time they ever get up to D.C., they've already been in public office for 20-something years. They've already built a network all the way through the whole process. We have a very corrupt government, and we have to yes. get back to the education as a big part of the problem. Why, well, if you expect to be ignorant and free, you expect what never was and never will be. Thomas Jefferson. We got. We, we dumbed we down. I believe point. somebody was talking about the dumbing down of Americans earlier. Yes. Uh, we're in OT now, so we got to go down closing thoughts, everybody. Closing thoughts yep. to uh, tonight's podcast. So uh, everybody take a couple minutes, take a deep breath, and say what you want to say. And those of you on the line right now, if you want a closing thought, press number one. And I'll bring you on here. Uh, uh, Sally, how about I start with you? Uh, go ahead. Well, hey, Joel, united is, we stand and divided we fall. Um, we've, uh, we are to, facing some very troubled times. And pe- Excuse me? Oh, okay. Uh, hang on, hang on. What's that? Somebody's trying to interrupt. What's that? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry to interrupt. This is Dean. I, I have a commitment. I have to step away, but I'll leave my phone on. I'll leave it running here. Okay. Thank All you. Right, and thank I've, you. Okay, thank you. Thanks to hear thank it from you. everybody. All right. Thank you. Go ahead, Sally. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Anyway, yes, united we stand, divided we fall. Our country is in turmoil. It's under attack. People need to understand that. Uh, the risk of a nuclear war, very much out there, but we are already under attack, and that was, COVID was all part of that attack. And we need to face the fact of that our country is being taken over, and it is up to the good people to come together and stand united. The, the sad part is we've got a lot of people who have a lot of different ideas, and we can't seem to totally bring the, the good people together. And this is... Again, like it or not, 
Trump has been able to bring people together much more than people want. I would much rather these people be doing the same thing without Trump out there, but they are rallying him, and they are showing that people are coming together much more united. He has done something, whether people like it or not or or want. I'm I'm not saying I'm some big fan of his. I did not vote for him the first time, um, but I did the second time. I, I don't know that I want him running in 2024. But we need to be able to take what he has done in bringing people together and somehow get the rest of us all together. There's more Americans who want to save this country than there are those who want to destroy it if we can figure a way to come together and work together. Well, that being said, uh, good conversation. Thank you for taking the call. And dear Lord, help us. God bless America. Uh, thank you very much. Can I, I appreciate please, it. Go can ahead, I go follow ahead. on that? Go ahead. Yeah, just because – Again, with all due respect, Sally, uh, who, again, I love you. I heard your show, and, and I think you're great with your show, and you're on the same team. Um, we all do need to come together. But when Sally mentions the thing about Trump bringing people together, not only have I pointed out that that in itself could be nefarious in itself, right, identify, get the, get the conservatives and the Christians all, you know, so that, because ultimately center to right people, people that believe in the Second Amendment, the Constitution, they are the enemy and the blockade for a new world order, one world government. They're the obstacle. So what better plan than Trump get out there, baby, and bring them all, get them all out of the woodwork. What president ever did rallies all through his presidency? It was like almost scripted, get out there and rally, and we need to see who we're up against. How many are there? What are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? What are their numbers? How many extremists can we pull out of there, you know, like with January 6th and with little psyops to get the FBI invading people that think that they're militia and they're going to come up against us? How many can we get? Help us, help us get those obstacles out of the way, Trump. I mean, actually, that's a good reason for him to rally people, considering that he also pushed the deadly vaccine and, again, filled his cabinet with New World Order people. Aside from that, we can say Trump rallied the people. We can say Obama (laughs) rallied the people. His first term, all of America, right? Oh, the first black president. But what good was he? He was a total disaster. So there's (laughs) always a nefarious agenda behind these selected presidents. If we don't go, look, that's why we have to, Somehow or another, this thing has to get to the point where what the republic stands for is the republic, the original constitution. Um, you know, short of Jesus Christ coming back in the clouds of glory, which I'm all for it, I'm just approaching life as if we're supposed to be doing something. And since I'm approaching it like we need to be doing something, I'd be voting for somebody through the republic before I'm going to be voting for somebody in some rigged election that's on behalf of a corporation. So I yield. Thank you, Joe. You had a great show tonight. Appreciate you all. Thanks, James and, and – uh, uh, Republic judge, love you guys. Y'all have a great night. God bless. I'll be hey, hanging God around bless. to hear Righteous, your out, outing prayer. Righteousarmy.org, everybody. Righteousarmy.org. Check it out. Um, Jim, go ahead. <laughs> great show tonight, Joe. Thank you for uh, allowing us uh, the platform to reach out. I appreciate Sally and Mike and everyone that uh, that came. I miss hearing Sarge and, and Dr. Ventura and some of the people used to come on. But uh, you know what? I know God's working in the background. And at the end of the day, it's our future individually as to what we want to do with it. And all patriotic Americans lean on the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. And whether they realize it or not, that is the law form of the laws of nature and nature's God, as the Constitution of the Rights describes. So why people can't come together in the one thing that they agree on, 
well, the churches have preached the rapture, so the rapture is going to happen, so I don't need to own it. Uh, that's where my future is. And, I, hey, if that happens, golden parachute, I'm in. And everybody's in for himself, you know. On the other hand, if it don't happen, you know, what does that picture look like? So does that mean we need to go unprepared? Then there are those that <clears throat> think that Donald Trump's the savior. And so they worship Donald Trump and Q and the White Hats. And, you know, those people are just like the first group. They're looking for something to be given to them. Um, and at the cross, it was finished. And God said, I came to set man free. So, you know, it was done. Our liberty was given to us. It's who do we choose to serve? And there's two jurisdictions, man's jurisdictions and God's jurisdiction. And it's real simple, folks. If it ain't God's jurisdiction under common law, if it's man-made jurisdiction under UCC and corporate law, then it's real simple. You ought to be able to answer that question. So it's not hard. And if we just decided who we wanted to serve and came together so that we could organize and have a government up for by the people, a representative government, then we'd have what we all want. And we pick up from 1870 and we address it. And we build on it from there. In the meantime, our numbers get smaller and smaller because of death and war and COVID and all the other things that's going on in our world today. And it's time, folks. And this is our hill. And this is the hill we're going to pass on to posterity. And there is solutions. There are solutions in the works. All we got to do is take the first step and go and sign up or, uh, receive mail from the Republic and join in, donate your efforts, help us organize so that we can have and enjoy the freedom through transitional elections and a government of for and by the people. That's all we're trying to do tonight here. And we've been trying to do for decades. So join the fight. Welcome. This is your reality. Thanks, Joe. All you. All right. Thank you. All right. Uh, private caller. I don't know if it's Sergeant or not. Private caller. Hey, Joe, how's it going? This is Ronnie. I just want to say that I agree with that cunt, Sally. She's completely right. She might be a... All right, here we go. we got a couple of jerks out there. I'm trying to see if there's a sorry private... Oh, no. Go ahead. Uh, private 210? Nope. Okay, 210, you're off. You're off. Uh... Next, uh, okay, well, I think, uh, so, let's see, uh, uh, anybody else got their hand up here? They're going, uh, let's see here, I lost a couple callers there on that one there. I apologize if you got dumped there by accident. Um, let me see here, go down the line here. Brent, next, how about you? Hello, guys, this is Doug Fioroba. Hey, guys, it's Doug. I'm a political activist. I specialize in family law, and uh, a lot of these Democrats, to get the votes. I mean, a lot of this, there's feminism behind it and the Me Too movement. And, um, you know, it all ties together that men are not able to discipline and lead the family. And that's why we're leading the men's right movement. And also the reason that Joe got banned from Gold's Gym. because All right, here we go. Okay, you're off, you're off. There we go. Okay. Oh, boy, they got put a lot of energy into that, let me tell you. <laughs> well, everybody, everybody. Let's turn it over to Buck Blinder, closing her out. <laughs> man, oh man, let me tell you. 
Well, it was a good show here tonight, everybody. Sally, thank you for uh, participating. That was great, uh, your, your contribution here towards the uh, – I wish you were on for the entire uh, podcast. You're giving your contribution. Uh, and like uh, Mike said, uh, you do do a great podcast show. And, uh, uh, of course, I'll be tuning in like I always do and try to participate as much as I possibly can. And that's what we have to do, network together. Network, keep networking, use this Internet, use the information war to, to our advantage instead of against ourselves. And, and, you know, that's what really we have to do. The tools are here. And, Mike, we're going to try to get you that toner uh, for your uh, printer there uh, as soon as I hang up here. We'll look it up here, and maybe we'll talk here after the show maybe. But uh, other than that, guys, God bless our republic, and uh, take care. Thank you so much. Joe? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.